Hello, here we are. Let's talk. This is Pastor Tracy Wells White. I pray that you've had an awesome time in celebration of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. You might be quarantined or you might be at your workstation. You might be one of the ones who are helping on the front line in the medical arena or in our police department or fire those first responders, we thank you all for serving. Or you might be at home feeling a little bored and lonely and feeling like you don't know what to do. Well, you can tune in to the Let's Talk with Pastor Tracy broadcast on Spotify or you may listen also on our anchor.fm and I pray that we'll say something that will enlighten and give you inspiration and knowledge. Because the Bible tells us the people perish for the lack of knowledge. Well, yesterday, which was our first series on spiritual adultery, we had a great response, and I want to thank you. We're going to continue with series two. I want us first to go to the Word. I showed you yesterday and told you yesterday that to be a friend with the enemy, with the world is enmity to God. See, Adam represented the world, the earth. Jesus, the second Adam, represented heaven. So choose. The Lord said, choose ye this day. Whom ye shall serve, will it be God or will it be man? He's not angry at your choice. He just wants us to make a conscious decision. He sets all the facts out there. He gives us every bit of information because he tells us he doesn't want us to be ignorant of Satan's devices. And what are Satan's devices to kill and steal and destroy? To cause us to make decisions that will cause chaos and calamity. Well, truth be told, that's what's wrong with our, our, our world right now. We're suffering from some of our bad decisions. I don't like the word bad, but misinformed decisions. That's why you have knowledge. And that's why during this season, I would give you the the command or the unction or the inspiration to get wisdom, get knowledge, study during this time. We focused yesterday on relationship on being in communion and oneness and unity in the marriage of our individual relationship with God by spending time with Him through His Word and worship and prayer. The Bible says we can come boldly to the throne of grace and ask. So really, how deep or intimate a relationship that you want with God depends on you. He withholds nothing. Well, He gave His life. So what more can he give? The old saints used to say, what more can I do? I, I laid the foundation, opened up the way. I hung, bled, died, walked it out for you. I even sent back the Holy Ghost, the paraclete, to walk you and to remind you, to walk with you, to comfort you, and to lead and guide you to remind you of the truth, which will make you free from being encumbered with another lover, which will cause spiritual adultery. And when I say another lover, that could be 
physically, spiritually, emotionally, anything that tries to woo you or take your affection and your attention off the true and living God. Let's go to the word. Ye adulterers and adulteress, know ye not that the friendship of the world is enmity with God? Whosoever, therefore, will be a friend of the world is the enemy of God. That's James 4 and 4. Nothing is more explicit than this. Nothing is more commanding, authoritative, and exacting in giving us and telling us exactly what to do. Do not be a friend of the world. We hate what God hates. He loves everyone, but he hates sin. God hates sin. The first man, Adam, was of the earth. So, which means if you're seeking after earthly affection, earthly pleasures, it doesn't mean you can't have a good time, but what is your affinity to? To the things of heaven? To the things of God? What do you enjoy? And as we have borne the image of the earthly, we shall also bear the image of the heavenly. That's 1 Corinthians. In other words... We know we're in this body, earthly, earthen vessel, but we've been given the opportunity to operate from a kingdom, godly, heavenly perspective. If we allow Jesus to be the lover of our soul and the lifter, that's lifter, of our of our lover of our soul and the lifter of our head, that means lifting us mind-wise to the things of God. That's why it says, set your affections on things above and not on this earth. It says, love not the world. Nothing is more offensive to God than that. Nothing almost is more criminal and abominable than for us to say we belong to God, but we serve Satan. You are operating in spiritual adultery. And you must ask God to help you to escape or to help you to change your heart, your appetite, your uh, affinity, your desires. And that comes only by you spending time, quality time. And at some point, you you will have to increase your quantity. So we make excuses 24 hours in a day. But what are you doing during that day? Whose name are you calling more than any? Oh, my God, thank you. In the course of a day. Are you calling coronavirus name more than a day? Or God's word more than a day? Are you talking about the devil more than a day, in a day? Or are you talking about God more in a day? Are you talking about President Trump more than a, in a day? Are you calling the name of Jesus, who's the King of kings and the Lord of lords? I think so often as Christians, we forget we're sojourners. This world is not our home. But we become too comfortable, lackadaisical, and complacent. That we begin to chase what the world is chasing. Fame, money, fortune, power, and sex. And those cause us to have spiritual separation with God, still going to church, 
still ushering, still speaking in tongues. Yes, but it's a form of godliness, but we're denying the power. Because we can have the power with the with the words. Because actually there should be a performance. Every time we speak the word, come to church, dance, speak in tongues, there ought to be a manifestation of God's power back behind it. In other words, backing it up. Because the Bible says, these signs shall follow them that believe. And if we wholeheartedly believe, our actions, our appetite, everything is going to point heavenward towards Christ, Jesus, rather than a damn back to our low earthen state. Which is Adam. You know that got Adam put out. Adam and Eve. Put out in the garden of Eden. I don't want us to have to be put out. But aren't you glad? Uh, put out of our blessings. Put out of what God has for us. Cause delay. Delay doesn't always mean denial. But I don't want any more de- denial. I don't want any more delay. Because after a while... When it starts to take so long, you think God has denied you. Because the enemy, who is not your friend, but he'll act like your friend, will tell you, well, it's not going to happen. It can't happen. Try something else. In other words, try another lover. But I've come to tell you today, the devil is a liar. During this time of quarantine, I'm going to draw closer, deeper, higher. I'm allowed the God to, to work on our love relationship. By singing songs, making merry to our God. Hallelujah. Hating the world, hating what God hates, and loving and loving what God loves. Loves. Loving the world violates the most sacred relationship of the soul with God. Your purity of spiritual adulterers departs when you're in the pureness, when you're worshiping him. In spirit and in truth. Because your appetite changes. That goes back to what he says. By the renewing of our mind. Be ye transformed. There's got to be a change. As you grow older. Wiser. The things you used to do. You ought not to be doing. What you did at 19. I pray you're not doing it at 40. Just like when we were in our Adam nature, some things we should not be doing now that we're in our Messiah under the promise of our Messiah. The blood covenant. I pray that we are growing in grace, going from glory to glory as we allow the glory of the Lord to be revealed. And we're drawing closer, we're being drawn. He said, with loving kindness shall I draw you. He's drawing you. Ah, He's wooing you. Won't you let him? Won't you let him show you, extend you his hand of love to the next level that your appetite will change even the more that your affinity, your desire 
towards the things of God will be heightened and more sensitive. That will cause you to have a relationship with God. That you begin to desire him more than anything. And you'll guard that. You'll guard your heart with all due diligence. Because he already told us nothing will separate him from loving us. But when we begin to operate in spiritual adultery, trying to love the world and God too, we're operating in spiritual adultery. And God says, I will not share my glory. Thou shalt have no other God before me. And don't ever forget, he's a jealous God. Well, that's the end of this podcast. I hope there was a word of wisdom that ministered to you. I pray that you begin to study to show yourself approval. Workman, not ashamed. There's no need to be ashamed. If you rightly divide the word of truth, and the truth will make you free, no longer encumbered with the cares and the concerns of this world. And if you're not encumbered, oh no, you'll chase every other lover, every anything else that's trying to vie for your attention. And you'll stay focused, because I'm in love. What about you? Let's talk again. Do want to remind you of our midnight hour prayer for the next 13 days. The Lord has given us a mandate to pray for 14 days. The number at midnight to call is 978-990-5000. The access code is 603031. We had a powerful time last night. And we're just going to go from glory to glory. And as we spend more intimate time in conversation and listening for his still quiet voice. God bless you. Let's talk again. I'm Pastor Tracy. Feel free to call me 678-886-7036 or text me. Tell me what you want to talk about so we can keep it real. I don't know about you, but I want to hear him say, well done, my good and faithful servant. And you can always email me at Apostle, A-P-O-S-T-L-E, T-W Ministries at Yahoo.com. God bless you. Tune in tomorrow as we close out our series on spiritual adultery.